And I hate that you don't think I belong to you Just too busy running shit to run home to you You know that paper, my passion Bittersweet celebrations I know I can't change what happened I can't help it, I can't help it I was young and I was selfish I made every woman feel like she was mine and no one else And now you hate me, stop pretending, stop that fronting I can't take it, girl, don't treat me like a stranger Girl, you know I seen you naked Girl, you know that I remember Don't be a pretender Getting high at the condo That's when it all comes together You know I stay reminiscing and make up sexist Guess who's back, man? Y'all know what time it is. Episode 33 of Shooting the Shit with Sands, man. What is up? How are y'all doing? I'm back in the building. He is I. I am him. I'm back in your earphones, uh, uh, the car speakers. Where else y'all at work? You listen to me at work, you scumbag. You're on the clock. You listen to me. You listen to me on the clock. I'm back in the building though. Everywhere. I'm I'm everywhere. Streaming on all platforms. I'm killing the game right now. I'm killing the podcast game. Y'all know what time it is. I am him, he is I. Episode 33. Shooting the shit with Sands. Introing with Drake. Listen, every intro for the rest of the month until Drake drops is Drake season. We're going Drake. And a story about Drake. If you didn't know this. I'm going to get into, well, I should just get into it now, okay? It's not a crazy long story, but if you didn't know, I was the first one out of my friend group. To me, anybody in Fort Worth that I know from, I was listening to Drake in sixth grade, seventh grade, sorry, seventh grade, man. I was 11. I've listened to him for 14 years. Y'all think so far gone, ooh, so far gone. Go look up Room for Improvement. You don't even know what that is. Comeback season, people barely know what that is still. I was on LimeWire and found him. I was on LimeWire and found this guy. Found him on MySpace, followed him, sent him a message, all this shit. Insane. Insane that I found him. Retainer had to come out. You hear the difference. So, and another thing about Drake, you know, that song that just came on, the snippet. Uh, what do you say? Oh, hold on. Let me back it up. I'm about to listen to it again. Hold up. Belong to you. Just too busy running shit around to you. You know that paper, my passion. I was young and I was selfish. I made every woman feel like she was mine and no one else's. Now you hate me. Stop pretending. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling y'all, I would sit there and I'm like, damn, this shit hitting me so different. What this 2013? I was nine, 2012. I was 19 when this 18 when this came out. 18, barely 18, I believe. Yeah, I was 17 or 18 years old. I'm like, ooh, I did make her feel like she was mine. All of them, man. I didn't start getting that poontang until I was 19. <laughs> like for real. I'm just gonna expose myself. I wasn't out here with women until I was like 19 years old. All right, I'm over here like, damn, I did text all these bitches. <laughs> I did tell them I like them when I told you I liked you. I did. <laughs> I was so corny. And another thing about Drake, also the line where he says, girl, you know that I remember. Don't be a pretender. When he's talking about he's seen her naked. Don't treat me like a stranger, girl. You know I'm seeing naked. Like, oh, I did get a swimsuit pick. 
God damn. Oh, Drake made me so fucking corny with women, man. He made me a bitch. God. I'm blaming on Drake. I blame it on Drizzy Drake. I really do. This guy. This guy. Oh my gosh. He made me so corny. Like, you listen to Drake songs and you start getting in your feelings. I listened to the real her like 80 times in a row when I was in my feelings. He's talking about a stripper. I didn't even know it when I was younger. I'm like, oh, I don't. I do know the real her. Have I met you before? I have in another life, haven't I? Like, man, he made me awful. I was overly sweet to women. Oh, it's turned out well for me. I pulled a dime piece. I did. But my God, that man made me repulsive to women until I was like 21. Not joking. They're like, damn, he good looking, but fuck, he is a cornball. <laughs> like... <laughs> They're like, ooh, he DM'd me. I'm three DMs in. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> no, please. Your face is fine. That that muffin body will do, but you got to stop with this quote-unquote game you're spitting at me. Oh, Drizzy. Oh, and Drake made me a toxic breakup, too. Dear God. And when he would drop an album, I'm texting the ex. I'm texting my ex. The early ex is like, I was in high school texting texting girls I talked to for three weeks. Damn, baby. You know, this, that Drake album really did come out. Furthest thing you heard it? Damn. You, you, you're, you're no doubt the furthest thing from my heart right now, and I want to bring you in closer. <laughs> All right. Let's get this shit underway. Goddamn. This is Drake Appreciation Month, man. Remember, regardless of football shit, Episode 36 is coming. I'm doing my research on D-Wade. I don't have to do much, but um, that episode 36 is coming. That D-Wade appreciation is coming. He is my all-time second favorite athlete. He's number one on the athletes that's ever mattered uh, in professional sports because Darren McFadden, man, that's my that's my favorite all-time athlete ever. All-time. I didn't burp on the mic. I did, but I didn't. All-time favorite athlete, okay? But today, on the pod, right, we're doing my playoff predictions. Once again, guys, I'm doing this shit casually now. I'm done trying to break down rosters and shit like that in the NFL. I am a casual football fan that knows I have a lot of knowledge on it. But I'm not going to make this a football podcast. I'm giving y'all the football picks because it's fucking sports. All right? So we're just going to jump into that now. And I'm going to talk about why y'all pissed Steph Curry off. Why y'all do that, bro? <laughs> what did he do to you? Like, even me, I'm not a Steph Curry hater. I, I'm I'm mature enough now, right, where I have my own platform. By the way, guys, shout out to y'all for showing love. Y'all been showing love this whole time. That's so dope. It's I. It was crazy how I was starting out. I thought I was – I'm not kidding. Dude. I thought by 2021, middle of 2021, I'd be getting 1,500 uh, listeners a day, like or every pod. It was on that trajectory, and then it flattened out, you know, and I got kind of scared, and but I got to get my promotion back. I was promoting my shit. I got to stay in that. I got to stay in that zone, that promoting zone, and knowing even with my consistent following I'm getting now that I have to promote more and more retweets. Maybe somebody has a chuckle and uh, gets my shit to listen, you know what I mean? Because I've seen a lot of listeners. I go through the analytics of it, and a lot of listeners do just listen to my intros. Where I'm cracking jokes or talking about women and shit like that, which is fucking cool. 
if I have that ability, then just to have somebody click play on my shit to listen to me talk for only eight minutes about a subject content, that is so cool. And then some of you are listening, most of the listeners, about 70% are listening to 85% or more of the podcast. It's a great statistic for me. That means I'm kind of interesting. Y'all kind of at least put me in the background and I don't annoy you. You know what I'm saying? So that's fucking awesome. But let's get in the shits. And I don't have a heat reaction for you guys. Sorry. It, we, we fucking beat him by 30. What do you want me to do? And I lost some bananas bets. I, I had recorded this podcast yesterday and I messed up. And this is, this is going to transition. I, I for real forgot how the playoff bracket works in the NFL. Like I broke down this shit and it wasn't a good podcast. I kept stuttering and I, I was getting frustrated because I was tired and it was late. I'm recording this at 6.45, and I got to go pick me up in 17 minutes, so I'm going to zoom through this. So I kept putting Tampa Bay versus Green Bay because I have them beating Washington. But that's not how this works, all right? I kept putting – I treat it like a basketball bracket, but they get the lowest seed. And you go, well, who do you have winning out of the Saints in Chicago and L.A. Rams in Seattle? We'll get to that now. NFC playoff pitcher. Green Bay's got the bye. We got Washington versus Tampa Bay. And then on the other side of the bracket, we got Seattle versus the Rams and New Orleans versus Chicago. Now, we know who I have winning the Washington game, even though I will say this 100 times over. That is a much harder matchup than what you think it is. I'm telling you. I am telling you guys. That is a much harder matchup than people are saying it is. Somehow we're eight-point favorites. I don't believe we're eight-point favorites. I think we're better than them. We are not good against great pass rushes, which they have. We are not good against teams that will dink and dunk down the field. <clears throat> the Saints. Y'all saw what they did to us. And they have a very good defense. And they have a stud corner who went to Arkansas, Cameron Curl. That's my guy. So that matchup is going to be much harder than people think it is. I I feel like it's going to be 14 to 10 going into half. People are like, oh, my God, the, the Redskins are looking good, da-da-da. So, I think we beat them. We go on to play the next team, I will predict. Seattle over the Rams. McFady didn't even tell us who was starting next Sunday. And if you're trying to fool Pete Carroll, he's he's a defensive-minded coach. He's had Russell Wilson and shit, but he's a defensive-minded coach. He does not care about who starts. He doesn't care. He knows the other dude can run a little bit. They're back up. I saw him play against the Cardinals. I had money on that game. And won the bet, by the way. Killed it. I went like 3-0 and on my NFL bets on Sunday. But I think Seattle pulls it out. We don't know if Jared Goff's going to be back with his uh, broken hand, broken thumb, I believe. Broken wrist, where the hell it is. It's probably all connected. It's all the same shit. So I got Seattle winning, man. I think that the Rams defense will keep them in the game. But their offense is so bad. Russell Wilson's going to score on you a couple times at least. He's going to get him 14 to 17. Now, will that run game put the pressure on that Seattle defense? Maybe so. Maybe they get some big plays with the play action. But we have to see who starts and how Jared Goff looks throwing that football. I'll tell you that. And then we have New Orleans versus Chicago. Hot take alert. Y'all know what it is. Come on. Come on, who? Say it with me. Who's going to win? 
The Chicago Bears are winning this football game. Do you forget their first matchup? Did you forget? Did you forget the first matchup? Because guess what? I sat there with money on that game. I sat there and I won it. I won money. I won. So, this is just... It was a very close game when they played. And... Mitch Trubisky has brought a different dimension to this offense. And I don't think Mitch Trubisky's good. I think he stinks. Against this defense, he's probably going to play not so good. David Montgomery has become an actual factor in this offense. I don't know why. I don't know how. But Mitch Trubisky has legs, man. They can use that to their advantage to keep the ball away from the Saints offense. And the Bears' defense is for real. Obviously. They led this goddamn team to the playoffs. So with all that being said, I just don't see a way the Saints, I don't see a way, they're fucking 12-4. and four. I just don't see them winning, and it's a biased pick because I hate the Saints, and I live in Louisiana, and I hate the Saints, and I'm picking the Bears because I hate the Saints. Okay? So then in the next round, golly, Russell Wilson versus Tom Brady. Now, I think our defense is going to have a way easier time stopping uh, Russell Wilson, then their defense is going to uh, stop in Tom Brady, obviously. And this is so cool. We're going to see elite uh, QB matchups everywhere, except for goddamn Aaron Rodgers versus. Um, did y'all hear that? This guy's engine. Jesus, what a douche. He really thinks that shit gets him pussy. Anyways. Anywho. Anyways. Anyways. So... TB versus Seattle, man. I love our chances. Like I said, I think our defense is going to hold very, very strong. Very strong against that that offensive line. They're going to do good. We're going to stop the run. It's going to force them to be one-dimensional. Now, has Carlton Davis had problems with speedy receivers? No, he has not. He has failed the test. He's failed the test. He's a great corner. Honestly, he's a great corner. But speedy receivers destroy him. And Antoine Winfield is still a rookie, man. That dude makes a lot of mistakes that make our corners look bad as well. And if they put Jamel Dean on DK Metcalf, I will fucking sit there and cry the whole game. Because I thought he was going to be good because he's 4-3. Literally 4-3 speed. And he is butt. Oh, my God. Jamel Dean is horrible to watch. I honestly, like, there's an argument for uh, Tampa Bay going to the Super Bowl just because... We're, we are that good, in my opinion. You know, we are a very good football team. And we're well-rounded. We play complimentary football. Ron Jones sat out two, three games in a row. He would have been top three, probably. top Easily top five. He was in the top five before he sat out. He would have been top three in rushing. People forget that. And he was having games where he'd have eight carries, nine carries. We can run the rock if you want to uh, fall asleep back there. That's the thing people are not mentioning. We can run that ball, man. It's very impressive what we do with the run game right now. And we got it all, in my opinion, all pro right tackle in uh, Donovan Smith. And a guy that I follow on Twitter, I don't know when I started following him. It was like a year ago. He said Ryan Jensen is his, on his all pro team as well. Ali Marpet has missed games this season, but now he's healthy. And guys, that O-line, that was the only thing somebody could poke and prod at the whole year. And I said from the very beginning, our O-line is not as bad as people make it out to be. All right? It's just not. So, I got 
Tampa Bay winning that one. Obviously, Green Bay beating Chicago. I think that defense is amazing. It's A-Rod, man. A-Rod is having one of his best years ever right now. His second year with LeFleur. Matt LeFleur. His second year with Matt LeFleur. Fleur? I don't know how to say it either way. LeFleur. That's what I'm going to say. And they're just they're thriving, man. De- Devontae Adams is unguardable. They have that uh, Jordy Nelson chemistry. Uh, and I think that it's – people are saying Devontae's the best in the game. All right, I'm not going to dismiss your argument, right? But can we talk about what Aaron Rodgers has made, like, receivers look like? We thought Randall Cobb was the best slot in the league at one point. We thought Jordy Nelson was a top five receiver. Let's be real, man. Jordy is a ta- was a talented guy. He was. He was a very talented guy. He shouldn't have been considered in the top five. You get what I'm saying? Like, come on, guys. He made... He got Greg Jennings paid. Greg Jennings is very Donald Driver's Donald Driver, obviously. But he made he got Greg Jennings a check. Like, this dude made a lot of people look really fucking good. Okay. Stuart Stone to Jeff Janis at one point, hitting fourth and twenties and a Hail Mary afterwards. He's fucking insane. He is one of those guys I have to watch on Sundays now. He's one of those guys I I refuse to not watch him. Just like I'm not stopping to watch I'm not done watching LeBron. I'm I'm going to try to watch him every night I can. I think they're about to play, if not playing right now, I believe. But I'm obviously recording a podcast. Let's look at the Grizzlies versus Lakers. Please don't be playing. They play in 10 minutes. All right. So it's just, he's on fire, man. And then we get down to what we've always wanted, right? We've always won this matchup in a big fucking game, man. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. And I tell you this, they're very good friends, by the way. Both County California kids. Like, that's why there is no usually there's a little bit of shade thrown. Like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady have had shade thrown, you know? Because they're not comparable to me. And I think A-Rod is way better than Peyton Manning. I'm sorry. Call me crazy. I've never seen an arm talent like him other than Mahomes. Duh. So that's just what I see. And I remember the performance he had against us at the beginning of the season. He looked horrendous. He looked god-awful. And I think we just match up with him very well. And remember, Mike Evans is not healthy. We have to see what happens with him. I actually haven't got an update about him on my Twitter. Hold on, Mike Evans injury. Let's see. I'm just going to look right now. Receiver out for game. Well, that was during the game, you fuck. Okay, well, whatever. whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know. What did Brooks Wire isn't... You know, on the internet nowadays, you know what fucking pisses me off? You go, and they don't just give you an answer. Oh, the Buccaneers got a big scare in the first quarter. Mike Evans, they won 44-27. A crucial matchup to end 11 and... Like, I don't give a fuck. There's no structural damage. Literally a little swelling, day-to-day. Thank you. It took me a paragraph to get to there. Hey, what's his update? He's good. He's day-to-day. That's all I need. Shit. But Tom Brady's coming off great performances. We're going to see an all-time – well, I don't know if it's going to be an all-time game. But to me, this is going to be a way better playoffs than the AFC. I'll just say that. It's going to be way more competitive. And you all know who I have winning. I'm biased right now, man. I'm a fan. I got Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl. First home Super Bowl game ever. Okay. On the, I'm about to zoom through this. I got to go pick me up from work. I'm about to zoom through the AFC. 
throw K throw Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Just do it. All right. So we got Baltimore, Tennessee. I think Baltimore finally gets their revenge on this team. I really do. And I think Cleveland beats Pittsburgh. Bold take right there. Why? I think we've seen that Pittsburgh gives up a lot of run yards. Their defense is phenomenal. They've lost some guys. Some guys. They've lost elite guys. And they, they got Avery Williamson, which I said at the beginning of the season. He was on the Jets. That dude was fantastic on the Jets. He was their only bright spot. And, oh, by the way, I see a deal with C.J. Mosley going down on draft day of some sort. He may be gone, right? He's, he's on that team, right? I'm right. He's set out because of fucking COVID, right? C.J. Mosley, football linebacker. He does play for the Jets. He does play for the Jets. Thank you. I don't know my shit. <sighs> but, yeah, I think he's he's going to get traded of some sort. He's going to be in a trade package. But, and wherever he goes, it'll be like an Avery Williamson type of signing where it doesn't well CJ Moses is a name, but Avery Williamson is like if you weren't a football deep football fan, you wouldn't even know that he was that talented. You know? So but that that Pittsburgh defense is gonna give Baker a lot of problems. But I also see that run game they got is crazy, man. They're built for the playoffs. They got good pass rush, talented corners. I like the Browns in that game. They go and play Kansas City, get blown out the water. I got Baltimore. Man, Indianapolis is going to have a good run against the Buffalo Bills. I think they'll make it a very good game. I think it's going to be close. I don't think the Buffalo Bills should be six-point favorites by any stretch of the imagination. And I got Buffalo winning that game. But at the same time, like, nah, fam, no. No way. And in Baltimore-Buffalo, I think we see an all-time classic in that game. I think we see some quarterback plays being made. Uh, Cleveland is going to keep the game closer than we think versus Kansas City also by keeping them off the field. Uh, keeping that damn offense, you have to keep that offense off the field. You have to. And like I said, I think Kansas City's defense is trash. I think they get they get the luxury of having a, an offense that puts the opponent in must-throw situations a lot of the game. A lot of the game. And a team that rarely goes three and out. Rarely goes three and out, man. Uh, and, like, we're talking about third and 17s. He just chunks it in the middle of the field. It seems like he's just throwing it with his eyes closed, and it drops in over four people in the in the bread basket to fucking Kelsey. I don't know how he does it. Goddamn human glitch, man. Patty Mahomes is fun. Like, if you hate on Patty Mahomes, you're a piece of shit. Like, honestly. I understand Brady and even Rodgers because, like, he's an arrogant fuck. These new young quarterbacks, I, Lamar Jackson's fucking badass. Love him. Baker's an arrogant piece of shit, but I still like him. <laughs> Mahomes is, like, one that you could just see he's a nice guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see how you hate on these these young guys. I don't, I don't know how you hate Russell Wilson either. I just love me some Patty Mahomes and watching him play. But I think Baltimore, just to get to my point, Baltimore beats – Buffalo, in a very good game. I think we finally get to see what we may see for the next decade. We're going to see Lamar Jackson versus Patty Mahomes or Josh Allen versus Patty Mahomes. Like, Patty Mahomes is going to be in the AFC Championship game a lot, man. He's going to he's on his second year, third year starting. He has two AFC Championship games and a Super Bowl. Now, 
that seems like a pretty good fucking resume to me. Okay. And I got Kansas City winning. Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. And in that game, I'm picking Kansas City, man. I got Kansas City winning the bowl. I don't pick against the best quarterback in the world. That's my that's my rule. I'll say that, okay? I don't pick against the greatest quarterback in the world with that many weapons. But I'll tell you what. Number 12 is going to have something to say about it, and I'll, he'll probably make me regret picking Kansas City. And if we actually make it to the Super Bowl, don't get it fucking twisted. I'm coming in here and screaming that we're winning the Super Bowl. So let's just put that on record. All right. So I'm going to go pick my beautiful woman up from work. I'm going to drop a little commercial break. Hey, I'm going to re-record the ad also because it's shit. I'm about to do a nice, funny ad. No, I'm not going to guarantee it's funny. Whatever. Re-record the ad. Y'all are going to get an ad here. I'm going to do 15 minutes over the some wrap-up of the NBA and my, some gambling I had. Okay? All right, guys. Oh, I'm going to have the worst beat I've had in a long time on that one. Other than that college basketball game. Anyways, all right. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, guys. All righty, man. Second half of the podcast. Going to give you all a horrible beat that I had. So, damn, I need to come prepared, man. You know, I got to do that. This beat was awful, okay? Well, I know it from memory. I don't know why. It was the Pelicans minus one and a half. They're up by six with 30 sec- 33 seconds left. Oh, my God. This beat haunts me in my sleep. It's been a day. I, when I tell you I did not want to bet ever fucking again, I literally didn't. So, they're up by six with 33 seconds left. Victor Oladipo dribbles up 17 on the shot clock. He pulls it from the Pelicans' wing. And no, 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 not not the elbow, not the not the shot, the wing of the logo. He just flat-footed launches it, bucket. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> oh no. So all they gotta do is get the inbound in, right? There's 30 seconds left. Get that bitch of JJ Redick. Let him shoot his free throws. They get it in JJ Redick. I'm like, yeah. It's not a total foul. It's not a must foul situation. JJ tries to dribble, trips and falls, throws a turnover out to Doug McDermott. He picks it up, kicks it out to Victor, kicks it around the horn, goes to Miles Turner. What does he do? He makes the three. Makes the three with five seconds left. Pelicans get the ball back. So it's tied up. Pelicans get the ball back. Brandon Ingram gets the ball. He shoots a... The worst shot you can take with three seconds left on the clock. I'm talking about double teamed, had Steven Adams open in the paint. If he does the go up with the jumper, throw it in the paint pass, that's that's game. I'm not kidding. That's game. And he missed it. And then the Pacers went in overtime. And guys, guess what? I live bet the fucking Pelicans. After I bet them minus one, they were plus 240. I put 50 bucks on it. And they lost. They were down by eight with like a minute 30 left. And they came back and should have won the game. Oh, my God. Oh, what a fucking beat that was. Ugh. Ugh. That's why you don't gamble, guys. 
But Steph Curry, let's get into this right now. Why? Why'd y'all do that? Once again, I, I'm not a Steph hater. I know greatness when I see it. So y'all are testing this. Y'all are questioning his legacy. And he's having a bad season, right? Y'all say he's having a bad season. I didn't. You did. I didn't. You did. I know what he's working with. I said from the get-go, he has a fucking... Got my knee. Ah, ah, fuck my knee. Oh, shit. Jeez. Oh, God. Fuck, dude. Y'all, y'all are so lucky to have good... Bro, my knee cramps. You know what a knee cramp feels like? What was I saying? Oh, my God. Anyways. Anyways. Okay, I'm back on track. Y'all said he's having a bad season. Stop, knees. I'm not blaming y'all. I said from the get-go, he's playing with G-Leaguers, man. And where is his shooting at, like, help-wise? And these are his numbers for the year. In 33 minutes, he's averaging 32 points a game, shooting 46% from the field, 37% from three, five rebounds, six assists, and a steal. And he went for 62 in 36 minutes last night, or uh, two nights ago, excuse me. And then comes back off a of back-to-back, off a of back-to-back, and drops 30 points, nine rebounds, eight assists, shoots nine of 18 from the field. Yeah, good playing with him, bro. He said the Jordan meme. I took that personal. I don't get, like, I'm not a wait-and-see type of guy because I want to be entertaining. But I think it's absolutely absurd that people would say that about him. People over here are like, if you can't carry this team, nobody would. Man, he, nobody is LeBron James. And the way that they, I saw Nick Wright. We all know I love him, but the way he was talking about Harden's fucking rocket scenes was as if he, he was playing with bums. What is he talking about? He was, he was literally acting like he was playing with G-leaguers. He's out there with Chris Paul, P.J. Tucker, Robert Covington, not Robert Covington, but P.J. Tucker. Who's on that team again? Trevor Ariza? Clint Capella? And he's acting like there's no team anybody's played on other than probably Russell Westbrook when KD left that can be compared to this team. Or I mean, LeBron took a team like this to the finals, but still. I, questioning a dude's greatness at his top five ever at his position is stupid. And I want y'all to send me DMs on this. I'm going to put a poll up. I'm going to put a poll up. Because me and the homie Michael got in a debate. He's a huge Steve Nash fan. Who's a better who all-time rating? Who are you putting, who are you putting ahead, Chris Paul or Steve Nash? And his argument was two-time MVP. Two-time MVP. You know? I don't know. The thing is, the MVPs are trash. It's like, I don't know, I thought D-Rose's MVPs were butt. How do you give a man... Didn't Steve Nash in his MVP years not even average 20? Steve Nash. MVP stats. Steve Nash, 18.8. And 11 assists? Fucking kidding me? Now, am I, am I naive and dumb and don't know that Steve Nash probably could have averaged, y'all think I'm playing when I say this, 25? 
yeah, I'm not that stupid. I know he could average 25 if he wanted to. Still, though, that's insane to say he's better than him. I don't know why. And y'all want to talk about more talented teams. Y'all go look at some of Steve Nash's teams, by the way. I somehow came up with a nice topic to have out of nowhere. Y'all go look at those teams Steve Nash had. Yes, Chris Paul was on the the Clippers for a while. Y'all go look at that Grant Hill, Joe Johnson, Rajah Bell, Amari Stoudemire. Y'all go look at Tim Thomas. Y'all go look at those teams that Steve Nash had. That dude's teams were loaded. 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 And they were ahead of their time, man. They were. The pick and roll. It was D'Antoni, man. Well, Antony ain't got no D, right? Pause. So, yeah, just around the league, you know, there's not much going on here. The, the Heat looked very good. There's nothing crazier than Steph's games. The 76ers are coming along well. Um, I just don't. I'm not going to rate them. Y'all want to hear their schedule, who they played? Y'all want to hear it? Because it's not going to impress you. This ain't the full schedule. Let me see the full schedule. Come on now. Let's preseason, preseason. They played the Wizards. Good team to me. They're they're under underperforming, but they're good. The Knicks, the Cavaliers, who they lost to without Joe. The Raptors, who are underperforming the magic the hornets the hornets i mean jesus christ probably two playoff teams in there so they do look good though i will say that i will say that steph curry is averaging 16 points a game i believe 13 14 something like that shooting 50 plus percent from the three-point line uh 50 plus percent from the field he's just another guy they have that is a playmaker with the ball that can actually shoot and people don't understand how much how how critical having a backup ball handler is either. You got to have, but these are perfect scenarios though. You when you have a championship team, you have a Goran Dragic and a Jimmy Butler and a Tyler Hero and a Bam Adebayo. You got guys that can handle the ball, be comfortable with it everywhere. And those are little nuances of the game that people don't pick up on. Having people that are comfortable with the ball in their hand, not having a lot of like. I'm not saying Duncan Robinson isn't, but Duncan Robinson is not a dude I want just dribbling out there. You know what I'm saying? If you have a lot of guys who are comfortable with the ball in their hand and willing to make a play, you got a hard team to beat. I think that's why the Spurs were amazing for so long, man. Jesus. Good for so long. But, yeah, I really don't have much to talk about. I just want to talk about how y'all pissed Steph off. You went off on y'all. Shut the fuck up. That's all I was saying. Shut up. That's what you get, all right? This is another short little podcast. There, I Honestly, there's been nothing to talk about in the NBA. It hasn't been crazy. Like, Lucas playing horrific. He started off shooting, like, 10% from the three-point line. You know what I mean? And uh, But, yeah, guys, I just want you all to know I'm going to get back on my promoting shit, leaking out or giving snippets out on my podcast. That actually made my viewership go up a lot because people are like, oh, shit, he has – he has a whole minute or five or ten of him not talking about sports. I'll listen to that part. Fuck yeah. So I had that little part. I got to get on my promoting shit. I'm trying to get on Instagram more. So get my promotion up, all that shit. But uh, once again, before I head out, the Lando Show on YouTube at underscore H-O-L-I-F-I-E-L-D. 
underscore, I believe. That's his name, Lando Show. Then at J, cap, capital J, capital T, ATS on Twitch and Twitter. Y'all go follow it. Not your not your father's football blog. Go follow it at K R I S Wilson W I L S O N twenty three on Twitter. Go follow. Go support. Those are my homies. All right. So I'm gonna head out. Short pod. More football than anything. But yeah, man. There y'all go. Y'all know I'll be back. Y'all know I'll be back. So next podcast probably dropping uh after the games on Saturday. Going to drop it on Sunday, give you all a Bucks reaction, give you all some heat reactions against the Celtics as well. So y'all have a great day, night, afternoon, whatever you're doing, man. Y'all enjoy the rest of this Drake track. Pie God is out. I love you guys so much. Keep supporting the local creatives, artists, musicians, me, everybody, man. Support creatives. That's all we got. Nobody works. Nobody wants to work in 9 to 5. Help them out. You don't want to work in 9 to 5 either. We support each other. We got each other's back. Pie God is out. Love you guys. Deuces. For me. Your actions make us doubt you. Your lack of effort got me rapping different. This the shit I want to go out to. Play this shit at my funeral if they catch me slipping. Naked women swimming, that's just how I'm living. Donate a million and some children, that's just how I'm feeling. A nigga filling up arenas, who the fuck will see us? I had to Derrick Rose the knee up before I got the real. Yours truly the boy. I just build and build more, y'all niggas build and destroy. Y'all niggas party too much, man, I just chill and record. No filler, you feel it now, if you ain't feel it before. Yes, Lord.